On today's show, big pickup trucks are starting to catch on in China. PSA posts better earnings than FCA, and yet another mobility experiment from a car company. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for automotive enthusiasts. Well, looky here. Turns out Chinese consumers are really taking a liking to pickup trucks. Even though the pickup segment in China is small, just over 1%, Bloomberg reports that pickup sales shot up 36% last month, far outpacing the rest of the market. And the growth is not coming from people looking to haul things around. The real growth is coming from urban cowboys who think it's cool to tool around in a big pickup. One guy in Inner Mongolia paid over $100,000 to get a Ford F-150. And you may remember and have seen our coverage of the Beijing Auto Show, where we interviewed John Lawler, the CEO of Ford of China, about the launch of the Raptor in the Chinese market. Maybe pickups will become the next big thing in the Chinese market. Fiat Chrysler reported its second quarter earnings today. Generally speaking, the numbers are much improved, but they're nowhere near where they need to be. FCA sold slightly fewer vehicles compared to a year ago, and that caused its revenue to drop by a couple of percent. But its EBIT earnings shot up 16%, and its net profit soared by 90% to just over 700 million euros. It also chopped its debt down by a billion euros. But FCA's net profit margin of only 2.5% is very weak. For example, General Motors' profit margin is two and a half times greater than FCA's. And even more telling, compare FCA's earnings to Peugeot Citroën. PSA sold fewer vehicles than FCA, but it brought in almost as much revenue and posted a net profit nearly twice as big. Remember, Peugeot doesn't have Jeeps and Rams that generate mega profits. So it looks like Carlos Tavares at PSA is doing a better job of managing his business than Sergio Marchione is doing at FCA. Coming up next, yet another mobility experiment from a car company. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Ford Motor Company already offers point-to-point shuttle rides via a smartphone app at its Dearborn, Michigan campus, but now the automaker wants to do the same thing autonomously in areas that have lots of foot traffic. So it teamed up with MIT to test a series of electric vehicles at the university's Massachusetts campus. Starting this September, a group of students and faculty will use a mobile app to hail one of the vehicles and request to be dropped off at another destination, as long as it's on campus. Data collected by LIDAR and cameras will be used to measure pedestrian traffic to predict where the next vehicle will be needed the most. The vehicle will also provide additional information like weather conditions, class schedules, and the habits of students and professors across different semesters. You know, we've been saying all along the first fully autonomous vehicles are likely to be electric vehicles operating at low speeds inside of geofenced areas. And it sure looks like Ford 
is on its way to doing just that. You know, there's a wealth of aftermarket solutions for vans and trucks to fit any work need, but for some people, it can be a real hassle and or a waste of time trying to find the right parts for an application. So, in an effort to make this easier for its customers, Mercedes launched what it calls Master Solutions in the U.S. Customers can configure and order parts for their Sprinter or Metris fans from a number of industry-leading manufacturers right from a Mercedes or Freightliner dealership. Once the parts are in, a Daimler-approved upfitter will install them into the van. Coming up next, time for You Said It. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Yesterday, I showed you my list of four vehicles that I think could be future classics. The Subaru SVX, Lincoln Blackwood, Chrysler Crossfire, and Cadillac ELR. Well, that sure prompted some great responses. Bradley wrote in with his suggestions, including the Sabaru, that's the Saab 92X, which was actually based on the Subaru WRX. He also likes the VW pickup trucks. The Isuzu Impulse, which, like the Subaru SVX, was designed by Giorgetto Giugiaro. And he also likes the U.S. Lotus Elise with the Toyota engines. Roman Coke added a couple of Cadillacs, the XLR, which was essentially a rebodied Corvette, and he likes the Cadillac CTSV Sport Wagon, and I would say both of them are excellent choices. Alice Ford thinks the Nissan 300ZX should be on the list, and of course, he's probably right. Chuck Grenchy says he would add the Alpha 4C. GM Wolf offers up the GMC Envoy XUV, and I'd agree. That's a very unusual and rather rare vehicle. And Lex likes the Isuzu Crosstrek. At least that's what he calls it. It's really the Via Cross. But wow, I had forgotten all about that vehicle and haven't seen one in years. And Kit Gerhardt says he's hanging on to his turbo five-speed Dodge Caravan because he is sure it will be a classic. And finally, T.J. Watson and Bobby T. wrote in to remind us of the proper definitions for classic cars, which are set by the Classic Car Club of America and the Antique Automobile Club of America. And I do appreciate getting that input. In fact, we like getting all of your input. So keep those letters and comments coming. But with that, we have to wrap up today's show. And I want to thank you for watching.